Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Uh, you're listening to the Skeleton Key Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kagan, and joined by with me, or joined with me is... Kagan. And yet again is... My brother, Terry McCocker. <laughs> I was hoping you'd introduce yourself for once, but yeah, you did, actually. You I did. did. Yeah, you Barry did. McCockiner. Barry McCockiner. <laughs> yeah, Barry McCockiner. Um, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, guys, again, it feels good to be back. Feels great to be back. Always back in the saddle, as as always. Um, great to be back in the cockpit, the pilot seat. I'm, I feel like Tom Cruise, fucking soaring through You'll the never sky. Be Tom Cruise. I don't want to be Tom Cruise. He's a fucking Scientologist, but he has made a lot of money, and he does all of his own stunts, which is badass. That is cool. I'll give him Wait, that. What's the, the alien film? movie he was in? Uh, Oblivion. No, that wasn't an alien movie. Was, with Morgan Freeman. Yes. That Oblivion. Yeah. How was it? Was it him coming in out? it? Yeah, wait, he has a new one in coming out? Well, it's not like in production yet, but supposedly SpaceX is flying him to space and he's doing a live action space movie. I saw something about that. I will say I will say this. I he creeps me out because his face is weird and he, again he's a Scientologist, so it's fried his brain. But the man does work for his paycheck. Oh no, sorry. I was thinking of War of the Worlds. That's Oh, that's an one. old one. Hell yeah. yeah. Two, like two thousand yeah. five, six, something like that. Yeah. Movie's horrible. You didn't like it? I'm joking. I was <laughs> yo, you need <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you, you need to watch it. No, it's good. It was based off of like, um, um, you guys, you guys ever heard of the name Orson Welles before? Ever? Herman B. Wells. No, Orson Welles. He was like, um, like a, he was an actor, like a, like a radio guy. But anyways, he, he, back in the fifties, he did, a, he did it like an international radio, like, um, like talk thing, or I forget what it was. But he was, he was reading a script, and essentially, he was making it sound like aliens were attacking the Earth, and. So I many pe- people believed it. Like a, a large portion of the United States, like people were like were burning cars, looting stores, running, like panicking, boarding Alex up their Jones. houses. Like, he sounded so convincing. <laughs> <laughs> is Alex Jones? No, he's he's not coked and whiskeyed up at a fucking strip club. Whoa, hey, Alex Jones is in a dark place right now. He he's, has to pay like a billion dollars. It's because he's a fucking idiot. We do Whoa. not. We don't. Res- I don't respect Alex Jones. We don't respect Alex Jones in this fucking show. <laughs> he's an idiot. He's always like, I have the documents, and then he shows you I a love bunch of bullshit. I just don't. I just don't I'm understand. Which H. G. One? Wells is that who it is? No, Orson Wells. Orson Wells. But it's Orson Wells. The hell is this guy? Fantastic. I don't. I don't know who H. G. Wells is. You didn't introduce our new producer. Oh yeah, we got. Um, we finally have a producer. Yeah, we do. We have a taller leprechaun. Um, Zach, say hi. You don't have to get in the camera. <laughs> yeah, Zach. Yeah, Zach. Um, he can't. No one can hear him. But um, he's our producer. You can hear him on the. You can hear him on the road mic. Oh yeah, you can hear him on the road mic actually. <laughs> <laughs> And with that kind of bullshit attitude, we never will. All right, but those first words, you are now fucking gone. Yeah, you are. We're getting we're getting um, Ezra up here. I think you know. I think you know. Ten beers deep, he could probably swing the camera in our direction. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Zach's back there. He's drinking some Bush Light. He's um he's he, and he's and he's hoping not gonna he's hoping not gonna knock the fucking tripod over. <laughs> he's also tripping on salvia. Well, he took a lot of salvia. Are you gonna forget about the meth? The meth, yeah, dude, I, I, dude, is that what that was? I watched him. I walked out the back door the, like earlier, I, and I watched him go like this, and he had like a crack pipe in his hand. <laughs> and I like how he put his AirPods in so he can't hear us make fun of him. We love you, Zach. We love you, shit. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, so this week, uh, I, got, I got a bit of a fun one because in, in, in honor of it's late Halloween, but you know the podcast didn't come out till afterwards. But this was um, kind of considered our like little Halloween episode. Keith <laughs> uh, knows what it is. Like, knows what it is say i'm pretty sure i told you what it was last night um or was the night before but um anyways no uh so this week we are talking strange encounters with even stranger cryptids Ooh. Mm-hmm. oh yeah so you guys like cryptids you guys like monsters everything from bigfoot to the unicorn <laughs> i do i really love the wendigo 
the Wendigo? Or yeah, Wendigo, whatever. The Winnebago? So, wait, wait, wait. You mean the San Wendigo? Whatever that like San is. San Diego, like San Win- San Wendigo. It's a horrible place in California. You don't go there. You just get eaten by monsters. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh, wait. You mean like like the '95 Wendigo? <laughs> Wendigo. Mm-hmm. The Chevy, the Chevy Wendigo. That's a cool ass fucking car. I would drive. I would drive the Chevy Wendigo. Um, okay, so let me begin with like a little preface. Uh, preface. So throughout the centuries, cryptid encounters have left an unknown number of witnesses with sights of creatures of unrealistic sizes, unknown origins, shapes not known to man, or colors of various shade and intentions that range from devious to angelic. However, these kinds of said cre- creatures are not limited to your average cryptid, such as the chupacabra and Bigfoot. There are, in fact, a decidedly more interesting slew of cryptid encounters that have been reported to, to both paranormal and cryptid officials. So there's more, there's many more than, than we can ever know about, that, I, that, I, that we'll, I'll never know about. Like, there's, there's, like, there's an iceberg for it. Like, where it, like you know how, like how an iceberg gets bigger underneath the water? Yeah. What if the Titanic hits it? What if the Titanic hit like a cryptid iceberg and like yeah. Bigfoot and God. like fucking and like the and like the Yeti all jump on board, start killing all the passengers? Was that <laughs> was that one of the Alien movies where they're in the ice and it like? Oh, you mean the thing? Yeah, I was about to say yeah, that's one. The thing with John Carpenter, like the one we watched um, on no, Halloween. No. Remember, it was Aliens vs Predator. That's what it was. AVP. Oh, AVP, the third one. Yeah, where yeah. the pyramids underneath the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Imagine, ooh, imagine if like an, an expedition calls. team. Fuck yeah, imagine those things thaw out. God, the xenomorphs. But no, so. How it goes is like everyone knows about like you know the big guys you know like I said the chupacabras your bigfoots um, but as it goes down and the iceberg gets bigger there are so many more like different monsters and cryptid sightings and just like I guess uh, like um, diff like like creatures that have specifications that I know like dogmen and like um, all the weirder ones but so the list goes. They get weirder as you go farther down, but there are an, an unknown number of encounters of things that we'll never know about just because there's so many. The Loch Ness monster. That's the very tip top. Mm-hmm. Nessie. God damn it! <laughs> He's like fucking Nelly. I'm done talking. Nelly's a monster. I'm done fucking talking. <laughs> no, it's a cryptid, hardly seen, but still it comes out every now and then. Nelly Furtado. But no, so. What we're going to be talking about in this one are, like, the weird, weird ones. Like, the ones that no one really knows about. And some of them are only seen, like, once or twice. Um, and some of them are only seen once and never seen again. Like the fly man? There are, there are like, insect humanoid encounters. Yeah, I didn't. I was He's looking. a Marvel character. Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's just. So, in this one, we're going to be talking about, like, the weirder ones that people have seen. You know, just from time to time. Some And, um. Whenever you people see them, I want you guys to keep this in mind. Either these people are on meth, on okay, no, no, we can't. I'm, I'm not saying I believe every single one of these, but on LSD, I'm not gonna, do, I'm not gonna count them out. I'm, I'm try, I try to be reasonable with like thinking of what it could be. But so some of these are so weird that you could, it's like, um, how do I put this? Hmm. Like you could see Bigfoot and think of how he could be indigenous to Earth. You know how how he could have been a primate. During down the line of evolution, they kind of branched off to go do his own thing, and like yeah. there could be you know some of them. That, that's that's reasonable. Am I am I wrong on that? Mm-hmm. But these guys we're going to be talking about are too fucking weird. So what I'm going to be, be postulating here the entire time is there there is some kind of like more interdimensional kind of like the Veronish aliens. So there is more of like a slip effect where they can where these things accidentally get brought here on not for very long, but then they end up going back to their own place. But they end up slipping into our uh, reality in a way because. Nothing I'm going to say here 
except for maybe one of them could be indigenous to to the fucking planet Earth. So, in this episode, I will be covering a few of these strange encounters involving creatures and beings that are too strange to even be real. But the problem here is that they have been seen by someone. And with that, let's get started with the references I used for this episode. First off, I have with me The Inhumanoids by Barton M. Nunnally, which is a fantastic book full That's of just... fucking fish dude off... Mon- off um, what's it called? Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon? No. Uh, with fucking Bob the oh, Alien. Oh, um, Monsters vs. Aliens. Yeah, is that fucking whatever uh, it's missing a, link? It's it is it, it is a fish man, so you could say it's the missing link. Yes, I'm judging by like by the it fact just like he's it. got webbed hands and feet, so I'm, I'm assuming it might be the missing link. Yeah, it's a fish monster, the creature from the Black Lagoon, what it's based off of. But no, so this is a great book full of like really fun ass fucking um you know creature stories and encounters. Um, it's self-published. The guy couldn't get anyone to publish it, so Barton M. not only had to do it himself, because, <laughs> I mean, he, I guess he liked doing it so much. But, you know, it's not bad. There's a lot of space issues. Like, he hits the space bar a few too many times in the book, and there's big gaps in between. So he wasn't on meth. I, his name's Barton M. Nunnally, okay? I don't, th- I, I think he might, I don't know if he's got it all going on, you know? Crocodile. You know what I mean? He had to, he had to self-publish his own book. Definitely Crocodile. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we should smoke some crack to see where he's coming from. So we can like see like DMT elves and shit. Like, like Rogan always hey, You guys should come on here one time just heroined out. <laughs> Why? So I'm like this. And this week's episode. Or if it's the best oh, episode we ever do. And then I really do meth and heroin. Can I do meth instead? Well, we can do both. A speedball. Speedball. God, dude. Super speedball. Why not? Yeah. Get the gears rolling. Get the ideas flowing. <laughs> um, and um, our second book that I used, um, which has possibly my favorite title for a creature book, is called I Know What I Saw. By Janice, by Linda S. Godfrey. Linda Godfrey wrote that. Linda S. Godfrey. I feel like you have to yell it like that because there's always some person who's getting made fun of for seeing a creature, who and he's always has to be like, "I know what I saw, I know what I saw," because that's what they always end up yelling, because no one believes them. Um, again, it's a really fun book. Uh, how it kind of differs from um, the Inhumanoids book is the fact that like it's it's obviously much much uh, smaller, and it has some more. I'm gonna say. Stranger and less known, like like per, like people send her in their encounters, their stories. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like on this one, he you know like ha- he like you know like writes stuff down from books, and he does get people to send in their stories. But like his stuff is more like like you guys would know more stuff from in his book than you would in hers. Okay. So they're both really fun though, and I respect them both for the work they put in, even if um, Mr. Nunnally could um, take a typing course or two. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I need to go back to school. Um, Keith, he spent his entire life being a cryptid hunter and investigator. Okay, God, you should you should see the man. He looks like he looks like Cody Lundeen, but much nerdier. And he always has a walking stick and a tank top on. That's why he looks like literally Cody Lundeen. <laughs> um, so with that, um, let's get started with our first story. It comes from the Inhumanoids, and I call it WWE Troll Smackdown. A troll. We're starting off with trolls. Ooh. Starting off with the troll encounter. You guys are gonna like this one. It's it's a lot cooler than you think it's gonna be. So um, I'm you know I'm gonna start off. I, I did it my own words, but we're gonna start off with um, in 1982, a 17-year-old kid named Richard O'Donnell was walking down a trail in northern Minnesota, owned by a man named and I love this, Olmer Sorensen. You guys ever heard the name Olmer? No, I haven't. I haven't seen that at all. You don't or, hear that. Or what was the last name? Sorensen. No, I haven't. Yeah, you don't hear Ulmer much anymore. 
It's not like a boomer name. Uh, I, I would say it was 1982 Minnesota Heath. So I, the guy was probably old as shit. He owned some farmland. Um, that's why he was out there. Well, because he, uh, I'll get to it in the end, but he, he I think he might have kept the people off of his land for a reason. You're going to see why. So as O'Donnell rounded a corner of the trail, he saw a short man of stockier proportions walking towards him down the trail. However, as the strange-looking man approached, O'Donnell began to realize that, that this was no ordinary human. Richard would later tell investigators that Richard. Oh yeah, Richard would later tell investigators that the somewhat like the only thing that was somewhat normal about him was his long and ratty black hair, dirty white T-shirt, and baggy overalls two sizes too big that adorned his already unproportioned body. But that's where the comparison to humans stops. Richard then told officials that the creature he knew to be a troll had deep black eyes, gnarled and jagged yellowish teeth, and in his words, quote, an enormous honker. Big ass nose. Giant nose. He he literally said he was like he said I couldn't believe the size of his fucking just nose. Fucking Maybe it was just an LSD. ugly ass homeless man. Uh, no, this just screams fucking LSD. Wh- wh- <laughs> Actually, so yeah, it does. There, so the, um, I, I'll talk about about it more in the end. You're gonna see why. <laughs> you're gonna see why it, this is just too weird to make up in a way. But also, there were reports of trolls living on that man's on the Ulmer Swordson's property. The that's fuck? that's why he kept people off of it. So there was already like knowledge of trolls possibly living in the caves on the property. And so the, um, Richard O'Donnell essentially thought that this thing was walking back to the cave when he accidentally came across it on the trail. Mm. So, um, but trolls do notoriously have giant-ass noses. I don't know yeah. if you've seen them, like... Um, like, like the movie? Yeah they, yeah, they have movies, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have huge-ass yeah. fucking noses. But this looks kind of like what a troll would look like in medieval times. It's short, huge nose, long, just disgusting hair, black skull-like sunken in eyes. Big-ass eyes? No, not big, like small, but like they were sunken in like a skeleton Ugh. into its head, yeah. Um, so as Richard scanned the creature, he already said it's, um, he later said it stood around five foot four inches and had a size 13 shoe topped with the same long and black coarse hair that filled its head. Okay, so it's five foot four and it wears my shoe size. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. Just giant feet, giant nose. It's a fucking clown. Maybe even a huge dick for all we know. <laughs> we don't know what he's packing up. <laughs> so, the, um, O'Donnell then noticed the stockier creature looking, looking, um, looking at him up and down at his new boots and jeans, and perhaps having hurt, hurt feet due to being fucking barefoot all the time. Keep in mind, this thing's walking around barefoot constantly. Um, the troll-like being decided to try and take them, and without warning, the animalistic entity let out a grunting bellow and, le- and leapt at Richard, tackling him to the ground. Yeah. He's fighting a fucking troll. The the troll just like was like he said Richard said the thing like looked up and down at him but then eventually just stopped like at his waistline and just only looked at his like jeans and his boots. And then he just like was like <clears throat> and just tackled him. He's probably like what the hell is this thing? Yeah, uh he like I said, he knew there were trolls and he he knew he just well, assumed I mean, like, the troll. Like, oh, the troll. Oh, like, the human. Oh, yeah. yeah well, like, well, they'd the seen human. They'd seen humans before, but they that's why they lived in the caves because they tried to stay away from them. The, but the, this guy. That's just kind of like it would look something like that. Yeah, except more. I don't know. More like imagine E. T. But fatter and like a little taller. A fucking teleport. No, he wasn't. No, Keith. He wasn't shredded. No, he no. Say so he was fat as fuck. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was unproportioned, weird looking. But here's the one thing that a troll didn't count on. I didn't put this down in here, but um, Richard O'Donnell was a state championship wrestler and the captain of his wrestling team at the time. Shit. That'd be a hell of a story to tell. Mm-hmm. So, but, oh, I know I did put it down right here. So what the creature didn't know, though, was that O'Donnell was captain of his high school wrestling team and would later write, quote, he seemed very surprised when I did a reversal, escaped from his takedown, and flipped him over onto his back. 
put him in a rear naked. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about with the wrestling moves, right? Yeah, just picture yeah. him doing that to a troll. Yeah. Literally. Did a reversal, escaped from his takedown, and flipped him over onto his back. This guy's going for a fucking Kimura. Did he just run after that? or No. Well, he, yeah. he runs here. At, you're going to see why he runs in, in, right now. So as young O'Donnell was trying to manhandle the creature's arms behind his back, because he was trying to fucking like do, he was trying to like subdue him. Yeah, trying to subdue it. Um, he watched in shock and horror as the ugly little bastard began to grow in size. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Richard stared in disbelief as the strange troll-like being grew several inches and gained nearly fifty pounds. Now standing at at over six foot two inches and towering over the young wrestler. As he looked upon the large and now even smellier creature whose eyes now shine a burning red with bib overalls and a t-shirt stretched to the ripping point, O'Donnell knew his chances of winning were nearly zero. So when fight or flight kicked in, he said, fuck it, and ran away as fast as he could, all while hearing the large creature pant and huff with frustration. I'd probably run too, honestly. But he said it grew. He said it, it grew. He said it like it was like six two, and then like weighed like and like gained like eighty pounds. Jesus. And like it's, he said its shirt and overalls were like fucking like, like the Hulk transform. Like they were just fucking like if the troll would have flexed, it probably like, would have like shred like shredded the shirt. Damn. It was just huge, and like he said, it, it got even smellier when it got bigger. And then yeah, he was just like, oh fuck this shit, and <laughs> <laughs> just ran because he knew that thing couldn't fucking catch him through the woods. It was too big at that point. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, it's like, like I said earlier, that's the end of the, that story. But like I said, um, he said there were sightings of trolls in the caves. Like he said, the kid, the Nate, like the children would go into the woods to the cave system, mm-hmm. and you, and they could see like little, like smaller creatures, like shadows of them running in the back, like and hiding behind the rocks in the cave and shit. No one ever went in there, but they could see them and hear them. And this is just one, like where he accidentally saw it for I don't God knows what the fuck it was doing. Yeah. When it was like when, when it was going back to the cave or from the cave, but he actually met up the trail. It had it's barefoot all the fucking time with giant ass thirteen size shoes. It looked at his shoes and jeans and was like, "Oh hell yeah, I could use those." Which I don't really understand that because if it oh, grows, if it because he was because O'Donnell was only five eight, so if that thing could grow that big, I mean, it's just gonna tear the shoes in the jeans. What the fuck does he want shoes for? I like I said, man. I think he just had tattered clothing. He saw brand new stuff. Because the because the book said it was like brand new crisp jeans and boots, and the troll was just like those those are nice. I want those. Yeah, no, yeah, he does, and and I mean like and, and if this if it is a legit troll, it sure does fit the description. I mean even to the magic powers, I I, I don't know what kind of magic powers trolls like necessarily have. I know they are magic entities, like they like they are like not obviously animals, like they come from lore and like they have magical powers. Didn't know they could grow in height though. That's a good defense mechanism. That is. That's a great defense mechanism. Being able to fucking grow and get stronger. Gain eighty pounds. Yeah, it just like a just grow like you rip through your clothing. That's yeah. No, that's good. That's interesting. It's pretty much an incredible hawk. It really is. I tried to think of what that thing could have been, but in reality, I mean, the story's either bullshit or he did see something because say, there's no way of explaining. It. No, you can't. I mean, even if it was a short, logically, ugly, even if it was like a short, ugly, smelly, homeless, fuckface, <laughs> the homeless people don't usually grow in height, and if they did, we should all stay away from Cemetery Park. Yeah, <laughs> it's that heroin, dude. The, you think so the, troll, the troll smashed heroin and then he grew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so that's that's our first story again. It either it was either happened or it was just complete bullshit. Because I tried to think of how you could explain that, but like as soon as I read the part where it grew, I was like, <laughs> you can't explain that. It's a little unexplainable. Mm-hmm. So and with that, let's move on to story number two. Sorry, that fucking berry shake is delicious. So our next story comes from the pages of, I know what I saw! 
since I can't, just can't help but say it, the title, any other way than that. Um, I call this one Night of the Deer Women. Deer Women? Deer Women. Hmm. Yes. You know what I mean by deer women? I'm talking like straight up just deer, like an actual animal a, deer. A, a deer with hair? Not exactly. Although there was one story in there of like a deer that had a fe- like a deer's with a female head. And hair. <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't want to do that. Jesus, one. I didn't want to do that. One. I don't think I got drunk enough to do this episode. Yeah, you definitely didn't. Fucking <laughs> centaur. Um, a deer. A centaur. Yes. Can I? Yeah. No. <sighs> Keith, you're trying your best. Okay. <laughs> you said, like said you were done. He said centaur. Huh? Like you said you were done. I need to stop. It's like you're thinking. It's like you're thinking of cinnamon God. rolls and you and, cin- and centaur. It's like centaur. Cinnamon rolls are fire. Yeah, they are. Mm. So, yeah, they are. Cinnabon. Mm. So, um, yeah, let's begin. Um, in the summer of 2009, a man named Patrick Waters was driving with a friend towards the town of Hermosa, South Dakota on a pitch black night. And it was described as a pitch black night in the story. So, the scene is set. Take, just from where we used to live, you know, country back, ro- country back roads, night, pitch black summertime, in G- or June, I think it was June. We've all been there before, like two in the morning. I say, I now I say we do this same thing tonight. We just get super drunk, go walk in the woods at night. That's a great idea. Some flashlights. That's great. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great idea. Yeah, See what we can find. I'd rather not. We might find a troll. I want to find a deer woman. We can breed. We need to find a deer woman. Just let me spray some fucking deer <laughs> piss on you. <laughs> Understand? <laughs> we need to find a deer woman for Zach. <laughs> you can only you can, she's fat. You can make ginger. With huge Deer tits. babies. With huge tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you can't hear this. So, while sitting shotgun and fast asleep, I don't know what he's doing. While sitting shotgun and fast asleep, Waters was violently awoken by his unnamed friend telling him that they had just passed a cute looking girl standing in the tall grass on the side of the road, and his friend was wanting to give her a lift. Okay, nope, never do that. I don't care. I don't care if it's a cute girl. Yeah, it, it, it's two in the morning. Especially at night. It's two a.m. on a backcountry road. Two a.m. and I'm trying to fuck. Well, that's what fuck. Okay, I might get that right, literally right now. So, <laughs> literally, the obviously less horny Patrick, because Patrick had some fucking sense, um, used his head and told his friend that at two a.m. it was too dangerous to pick anyone up, even if it was a defenseless-looking cute girl. So Waters told him to keep the car moving. However, this would not be the last time they would encounter the mysterious woman. It wasn't even a moment later that Patrick's friend screamed and pointed at the side of the road. And to Waters' shock, he saw a woman standing on the side of the road wearing a dress. And as they both looked down, they saw that she was adorned with a pair of deer-like hooves where her feet should have been. Deer-like hooves. So, yeah. So, her tracks were fucking hooves? Yes. <laughs> so, so he was asleep when his buddy was like, hey, dude, there's a, there's a cute bitch back Right over there. He couldn't see the hooves. No, this is the second time they saw her. They saw her again (laughs) about two minutes later. I don't know if you were listening to that part or not. But yeah, so he he was asleep the first time. His buddy was like, hey man, there's a cute girl back there. We're going to go pick her up. He's like, no, you fucking horny bastard. We're not picking anyone up at 2 a.m. on the side of the road. He goes, okay, that's fine. He goes, like two minutes later, he's like, oh shit, there she is again. Like fucking a few miles down the road. She she is. Same woman. And that's when they saw that she was wearing a dress and she had fucking hooves. Which that leads to the to a theory that she might have been some kind of a spirit, like because it is it is South Dakota, Native American land. Oh Ton, yeah, tons yeah. of mounds, tons of mounds, burial sites everywhere, and they have tons of legend and lore about um, like like deer spirits. Mm-hmm. So that's why that that's why like I think that like that mm-hmm. leads to the yeah. Sounds like fucking a woman and a deer on one. 
Have some deer. It's some a deer good babies. two for one. Get some deer jerky. It's like donkeys, kids, like from Shrek, but like a deer and a human. Oh. Yeah, this says deer woman or deer lady is a spirit in Native American mythology. Mm-hmm. And South Dakota is has is just peppered with fucking mounds and graveyards and shit. So that's why this kind of holds like a candle to it. It makes sense, man. It really it does. Um, so. Wait, where was that? Oh, yeah. So, um, Patrick would tell investigators that the female resembled, quote, the Disney version of Pocahontas, unquote. Very pretty, standing at a height of at least 5'9", and weighing around, and weighing around 120 pounds with long black hair. Well, at least she was hot, I guess. I'll say that's she's my kind of woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking I, can, take. I, I can look past the hooves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just fucking put a bag over my head. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just saying. Fucking tan skin, long black hair. <laughs> Does she have, like, like furry legs like a deer, or...? Do they see him? Or? Oh, no, yeah, no. It, we're, we're, we're about to get into that. Okay. Yeah, no, we are. Um, so as Patrick and his friends sped past her and down the road, they unfortunately ran into her again a few moments later. This time, she was fully out and near the road, and they finally saw that the bottom half of her body consisted of what, of what Waters compared to as the body of a mule deer, complete with color and tail, and the upper body of a young, cute girl that they had passed several times on that lonely stretch of road. So, like you said, it's a centaur, but with a a deer's body. Yeah, I, I couldn't get down with a deer, I guess. The body of a yeah. mule deer and then a woman up top. So she has deer genitals. Yes. Okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah, you you really thinking about that? Yeah, I mean, I could I could have looked past the hoes. Ezra I... fucking, he'd fuck it. Ezra <laughs> Get him a couple bush lights, he's fucking. Dude, seriously, I guarantee you if we gave him, like, if we gave him seven bush lights, he'd probably, he would fuck a deer spirit. More like two. <laughs> That's true, actually. I don't know, man. Zach's only got two beers down. He might do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like <laughs> you trying to fuck a deer woman <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say no he didn't say no the shoulder shrug <laughs> mm. so yeah um Tate, i did think um skinwalker at first but i quickly turned like i quickly turned from the idea because skinwalker is just a witch that puts the pelt over and they become that animal they don't become half of of a person than half like that, that that's not how that works. Mm-hmm. So my guess is this is either bullshit or Native American spirit. No, I gotta think Native American spirit. I wouldn't think fucking animal. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't think like it was an indigenous animal to Earth. <laughs> it's either it's either spirit or it slipped through here. But since it was in South Dakota in Native American territory, I'm gonna assume Native American spirit. Yeah. That's what I'm going or with. Or could be just a girl with hairy ass legs. But they saw uh, and Disgusting okay. feet. Okay, like what if? Okay, what if there was? Okay, what if there's a girl like on the side of the road, and there was just like a deer grazing like somewhat near her, and then when they were driving by her, they just at an angle like it looked like she like had a deer like below. Oh, her. so you're oh, okay, okay. So the <laughs> don't know if that works. So the deer, it's like the deer body, and then it just has a girl head. So it's not standing on two. It's standing. No, on no, foot. it's a it's a whole ass fucking upper body of a woman with the bottom being deer. Oh, okay. So it's like, is it um on Percy Jackson is like the goat dude or the yes, but with the deer's underbody. Okay, okay, yeah. You, I think you did you okay. I know you called it a centaur, but you seem to know know what a centaur is, right? Yeah. Yeah, just picture that, but with a, instead of a horse, it's a deer, and then instead of a man, it's a girl. Okay. Yeah. But like it's like they have like a mule deer's body, like what we have here in Indiana, like our stereotypical deer that we have here, gray with like a black stripe or whatever. You ever got down with a doe? <laughs> <I have> not. <laughs> no, that kind of fucking doe. <laughs> no, no. 
So um, kind of dough you getting down with? <laughs> I don't know, man. I that didn't Zach's go anywhere. getting down with bucks. <laughs> 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 that buck dick hitting a little different. <laughs> you be stroking that he's buck fu- dick. He's bud. fucking stagging, man. <laughs> he's stagging. Oh, you guys hear that? <laughs> That's number two. Yeah. That's number two. That's number two. Zach's throwing them down tonight. <laughs> All right, so um, now we're going to go with – okay, so our next story involves a phenomenon that I myself have – I have heard several stories of this but know little about it. Okay, so we are talking about living skeletons or skeletoids as they're often referred to. Living skeletons. Some ca- Living in Skyrim in the catacombs. <laughs> hey, these people it are not all on drugs. The, okay, crocodile digs you down to your bones. That's, and it's tr- so hot. that's true. However, this is in New Mexico. Well, I guess no. I guess they do have a lot of horrible drugs in New Mexico. Um, but the, okay, no, no. There's one big reason why this thing could not be a human. You're gonna see in a second. I'm assuming no organs. No organs. No organs. Sometimes. So in the majority of these stories, it could be straight up just like, I don't know what the name of it is, but like, like we're just like a skeleton diagram you find in a medical school. Sometimes they look just like that, but they're alive. That's kind of badass. Sometimes, yeah, well, that's kind of what this one is. But sometimes, Keith, they look like um, uh, the. Um, you remember the Hellraiser? We watched yeah. the other day. Um, they look like the guy that was had to stay up in the attic. Oh, pinhead. oh the dude that was fucking like growing bad. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. yeah. They, they, sometimes they look like him, and some of the stories I read, they look like, like him. Like red, slimy flesh. Yeah, like where they have eyes and shit. Yeah, yeah. But God. this one's not that. Yeah, it's disgusting. So, um. Are they evil hell spawn sent from the eternal pits of rotten filth in order to rage pain and suffering on, on the unsuspecting people? Or are they restless souls cursed to wander the desert in order to help those who might be in need? We might come to the conclusion at the end of what I what is called the Bo- the Borgo Phantom. Phantom. The Borgo Phantom, yeah. I'm going to assume they're bad if it's a fucking walking skeleton. Well, um, you'd think that. However, I've got a, the- I've got a theory at the end of this that um, might... Prove that this thing isn't isn't that bad. He's cursed. That guy. Yeah, it's just cursed. Well, because he doesn't. No one gets hurt. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, you, you'll see. So <clears throat> let's begin. One dark night in an unspecified year, a young prospector by the name of this this, this is a cool ass name by the name of Charlie Arizona sounds like an action name. Yeah, it yeah. Is. Was camping in a remote part of land with the insane name, and this is real, of Superstition Mountain. Yeah, I would never stay at a place. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I, lo- I literally have it here. I was like, I'll never camp at a place called Superstition Mountain, <laughs> um, which is settled just four miles south of the town of Borrega, New Mexico. So I, again, I don't know what year it is. I'm assuming it was kind of back in the day because when's the last time someone's made a living being a prospector? Gold rush. Toy no, story. Okay, no. <laughs> I meant actually prospecting, not fucking digging for gold. <laughs> What's I say? This guy, you mean like from Toy Story? Was it Toy Story Two? Yeah, yeah. Like, wait, he was the villain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a dick. Yeah. But no, yeah. So the, I guess the toy did make a living. He was he was a villain though. So while fast asleep, Charlie was suddenly awoken by a feeling of fear and decided to go have a look around his campsite to see if anything was wrong. This feeling, to trust his gut, would be something that he would later regret. Young Arizona sat and watched as a faint glow materialized off in the distance. And thinking it was some poor soul lost in the desert, he stood his ground and waited for them to approach. This, however, this was, however, not the case. As the light got closer, he saw that it was not a man holding a lantern, 
but a large skeletal figure that stood over eight feet tall with a burning flame like that of a lantern encased in its open rib cage and stumbling towards him as if in a drunken stupor. God damn, why is it eight feet tall? I'll get into it in the end. I, I, I'll get into it in the end because it's just because you die. It, 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 hey, so if you if you become a spirit, doesn't mean you're you, you're gonna like you know be like anything of what you look like. You'll take the appearance of like whatever, um, whatever happens in the afterlife. Whatever like you, they like give you, like whatever you look like. Like you don't get to choose what you look like. Yeah, you don't. So yeah, it's a giant. It's a giant skeleton with an open burning flame. It's apparently walking around like like us after tailgating all day at an IU game that starts at noon. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. They, 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 several people claim, um, said it was like drunken stupor, like it was stumbling everywhere. It was walking. So, yeah, well, everyone sees us. At this is what everyone's perspective. Yeah, yeah, other people uh, see us like doing the same thing. Like <laughs> drunken skeleton walking, skeleton men walking around. So, appear, appearing to have no diabolical agenda, the young prospector watched as the entity simply stumbled right past him as if he wasn't even there and disappeared behind a large pile of rocks. This, however, was not the last time the burning skeleton was seen. So the strange being was cited, was cited by several more people within the, within the next following years, including two unnamed prospectors who claimed to have seen the large flame-burning skeleton clutzily walk by their campsite, and a wandering man who claimed to have seen a large and bony figure with glowing red eyes, quote, stumbling through the mountains. So one church party even, uh, one church party, one search party even claimed that they shot at the thing. Yeah, like several times, but the bullet obviously didn't didn't do anything yeah. at all, and they lost it in the mountains when they were trying to find it. And that's actually the end of like the um, like that encounter with that with that the, um, the Borrega Phantom. But um, Keith, what I was going to say is, in my theory is that like if it is real, um, what if it's the spirit of some poor soul that got lost and died in the desert, and now he spends uh, just wondering. Well, now he spends the rest of his time like because he got lost, he died there, you know, he couldn't find his way home, and so now with the burning flame in his chest, he wanders around like. Leading, like, you know, like, showing people, the, the, like, he walked up to that prospector's ca um, campsite and just walked right by him. Like, just walked right by him and just went into some rocks. So what if he's going, like, he's like, well, what if that guy's lost? He might need some light because so he doesn't, like, suffer the same fate I did. You know what I mean? Like, what if he's, like, a light, a beacon trying to lead the way for yeah, people? Makes sense. So, so they don't, like, end up like him. Mm -hmm. Like, having the burden to, like, you know, wander through the desert, lighting a path for people. That was a theory I had. It's like supernatural. His spirit's just trapped there. Yeah, it is. It's like a resi like <clears throat> residual haunting in a way. Or, um, but I don't know exactly how that kind of shit works. And like I said, I don't know why, if it is a spirit, why he looked like before, but now he's an eight-foot-tall skeleton with a fucking flame. atomic flame in his <laughs> chest, just wandering around. So, yeah, that's the kind of, I don't really want that. Um, no. I don't really want that yeah, to no. be my afterlife. You know what I mean? Yeah, hopefully um, I die and then I look like Ryan Reynolds. You know? <laughs> You don't get to you don't get to choose what you look like, man. You're like however you look right now is how you're gonna be. Like, like if you if you want to fuck after you die, Keith, you gotta you, you you have to do the cutting now. You know what I mean? If you want your ghost to get laid, you gotta do the cutting now. Or you can just get rich and make yourself look like Ryan Reynolds right now. You could. Ooh, dude. surgery. Imagine yeah. like imagine you like that's how that worked. Like you are how like however you die, that's how you are in the afterlife. So like if you're a homeless guy in the afterlife, you're just an ugly homeless ghost uh. with no money in the spirit world. <laughs> But um, no, guys, that's actually um, that's actually the end of the episode. I just did um, three quick ones. Um, what'd you think? It was fun. It was yeah, fun. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. We'll do more. There was there are so many in here, and there's even going to be we're going to do a series in the next couple weeks involving things that um, both these books have in common. I'm not going to get into too much what it is, but 
there's a big series planned. Um, next week we are doing, man, eh, you know I'll just tell. Uh, we're doing a triple homicide in Finland. Ooh. So we're yeah we're doing that, and then I love homicides. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure in, you in do. good ways. Or I guess there's not really good ways, but I was gonna say well in, in ways that I don't give, like participating in ways that give us material to be able to use in the yeah, show, I like reading about them. Yes, what do you yeah, exact. <laughs> no one that pussy up. Yeah, no one can see. He's fucking that deer buck. <laughs> He's fucking that doe. <laughs> but no, guys. Um, yeah. So next week, we're um, we're in the next two weeks. Expect a a triple homicide in Finland story. Um, and uh, with that, follow the socials. The Skeleton Key Podcast. You know, um, Instagram, Our Twitter. Next episode, we will all be twenty one. Yes, they will. Tate's already twenty one. Um, suddenly go to a bar, and Keith will be twenty one tomorrow night. The midnight, so technically November Sunday, 13th. but yeah, November not 13th. actually not all the same more because now we have a producer, so Zach will not be twenty one. That's true, actually. And he's Zach, a youngin. That's true, actually. Yeah, Zach fuck Zach made it, so we not everyone's twenty one anymore. God damn it! Everybody knows you don't drink beer. Yeah. All right, everyone. I'm like, he I drinks that Heineken Zero. <laughs> I was just I like Heineken, but you said zero. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, everyone, uh, like I said, follow the socials, the Skeleton Key Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and um, we're going to be back up on TikTok too soon. Um, and we will see y'all here um, the next couple weeks. Everyone take it easy. See ya. <laughs>